Thanks, sweetie, and thank you for tuning in to episode 110 of Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. Back out west we go, to a simpler time in this country, before the technology that has invaded our daily lives, when cowboys gathered to play guitar and sing. So, get ready to hear what is technically Tumbling Tumbleweeds Part 2 with Volume 110, Around the Campfire. the classic Sons of the Pioneers treatment and a June 1949 recording of Home on the Range that features a solo by Roy Rogers. While many regard Home on the Range as a folk song, authorship is usually attributed to Brewster Higley, a Kansas homesteader who published the words in 1873, and neighbor Daniel E. Kelly who added the music. Words and music were issued together for the first time in 1904 under the title An Arizona Home. 
I will be using the booklet from this seven-album box set to tell you about each tune, and the booklet also contains all of the words to the music. Don't worry, I will not be using any of those. Uh, okay, why this album for this episode? This is the second time I've brought you a record from this box set because the music really is reminiscent of a, sim a simpler time in this country that none of us ever experienced. Please don't think I'm saying it was better. I honestly do appreciate the technology we have now. Of course, I wouldn't be able to do this show without it. But this record, from the set specifically, includes tunes I've been singing along with for years, whether at school or Boy Scout camp. And I bet you have too, just like this next one. The authorship of On Top of Old Smokey, a true folk song of the Southern Highlands, is lost in tradition. But the tune's sad and gentle lyrics remain favorites to this day. It was collected by a number of folklorists, but was made popular by Pete Seeger, who recorded it with the Weavers in early 1950s. Rex Allen also had a solid seller with this 1958 recording. Allen, who was raised in cattle country, was a product of the National Barn Dance in Chicago, then went on to Hollywood, where he made a number of westerns for Republic. And I'm sure most of us sang this melody with a few different food-based lyrics around our campfires. On top of old smoky, all covered with snow, I lost my true lover from a cordon too slow. For meeting is pleasure and pardon is grief, and a false hearted lover is worse than a thief. They'll tell you they love. Give your heart ease And as soon as your back's turned They'll court whom they please They'll hug you and kiss you And tell you more lies Than cross ties on a railroad Or stars in the sky Okay, 
Which lyrics were you singing along to? Rex Allen with On Top of Old Smokey. Okay, let me tell you about my dad's vinyl I have chosen for this episode. Various Artists, Tumbling Tumbleweeds. It's on the Reader's Digest label. It's number RDA229A. It's a seven vinyl LP compilation box set format. Was released in the U.S. in 1982. Its genre is folk, world, and country, and its style is country. We are playing record two, and we will hear eight of the 12 songs on this record. Now, I picked out a couple of paragraphs from this booklet. This collection is a saddlebag full of the old and the new, the authentic and the romantic, the factual and the fictional songs that helped build the legend of the Old West. All of them are known and loved, and many of them are often heard today. And they're sung and played by the great Western stars who, in our youth, helped form our notions of what the West was like and how we should think about good and evil. Gene Autry, Roy Rogers, Tex Ritter, the Sons of the Pioneers, these were the people who set the tumbling tumbleweeds in our hearts. Let's see what prices this box set is being sold at on Discogs.com. $15.30 the highest, $5 the lowest for a $10.99 average and $11.04 median. It was last sold on Discogs.com on July 22, 2022 for $12. eBay had several from $8 to $25, and Amazon had them from $20 to $40. My dad's vinyl is pretty crackly, but it seems to add an extra warmth to these old-fashioned songs. The box itself that it comes in is in pretty good condition. Still solid and not too much wear anywhere. And the booklet as well is also still in very good condition and a lot of helpful information in it as well. So I will value my dad's vinyl at just below the median and say it's worth 10 bucks. And now on to someone we used to make fun of in high school, but we weren't the only ones. When the cattle are prowling, the coyotes are howling, out where the dog is born, where spurs are a jingling, this cowboy is singing. Along some cattle call. I ride in the sun till my day's work is done, rounding up cattle each fall. Singing my cattle call Singing my cattle call 
There is Slim Whitman with The Cattle Call. In the winter of 1934, Tex Owens was sitting in a hotel in Kansas City, Missouri, waiting to do a radio broadcast and looking out the window, watching the snowfall. Thinking back to his boyhood and to his time as a range rider, he remembered feeling sorry for the animals that had to stay out in the wet and cold in the winter. He picked up his guitar and within 30 minutes wrote The Cattle Call. Eddie Arnold's 1955 recording reached the top 10 and made the song with its mournful yodel a cowboy classic. Here it's done by another famous yodeler, Slim Whitman. This one was recorded in November of 1954. And since I'm not doing an artist bio this episode, this brings us to the first of two interesting side notes. And this one has to do with what the last singer had to endure during the 1970s and early 80s. For generations, Slim Whitman was more famous for being parodied than for his actual legacy. That was thanks largely to the ubiquitous TV commercials for his mail-order greatest hits albums in the 1970s and 80s, against which comedy was the only defense. Yet his yodeling-prone voice was such a thing of beauty that the satire almost always felt affectionate, even when it was his falsetto that proved the death of an entire horde of invading aliens in a Tim Burton movie. But Whitman, as you remember him best if you're over 35, is a staple of late-night UHF commercial blocks and a self-promoting TV pitchman non-parel. Little wonder that he became one of Johnny Carson's favorite targets in sketches like the one where, doing a fairly impressive impression of a yodel, the Tonight Show legend did a public service announcement about Slim Whitman disease. And then, of course, came the ultimate use of Whitman as a punchline when a recording of his classic Indian love song became the thing found fatal to an alien race in Burton's 1996 comedy, Mars Attacks. But Whitman had a career that lasted decades before he became fodder for comedy. Indian Love Song reached number two on the country chart in 1952, his highest charting position, as he never did hit the top spot. His career as a country hitmaker after that was reasonably long-lasting but erratic. Whitman enjoyed his last top ten hit in 1971, and he never had an album go any higher on the Billboard country chart than 1968's In Love the Whitman Way, which made it to number 16. Ironically, this quintessentially American singer became bigger in England than his homeland, at least for a while. In 1954, his recording of Rosemary from the 1920s musical of the same name hit a position in England that had eluded him in the States. Number one. It stayed at the top of the British pop charts for 11 weeks. No one topped that record of longevity at the peak in, the, at the peak in England until Brian Adams' Everything I Do, I Do It For You broke it in 1991. Whitman last cracked the country top 40 in America in 1980. Normally, that would be the point that the story turned sad in, a, in an obit, professionally speaking. But ironically, that's right about the time his career really took off, a complete lack of radio play notwithstanding. The first of his TV-marketed greatest hits albums came out in 1979 with another soon to follow. These never made the Billboard charts because, of, as commercials cheerfully reminded you, they were not sold in stores, but they made Whitman the wealthiest yodeler alive. Meanwhile, he continued to be a go-to guy for a punchline for comedians whose appreciation may have been a little less earnest than Andy Kaufman's, who helped make him a sort of cult hero to hipsters as well as grandmas. Kaufman did his version of one of Whitman's hits on David Letterman's show in a not very Whitman-esque garb. 
Even SCTV loved to take him on. In a sketch that featured a brief bit of Whitman's soundlight singing, Stairway to Heaven. Rush Limbaugh once spoofed the backward masking craze that was briefly a popular belief among fundamentalists by inserting a satanic message into Slip Whitman recordings. As he recounted it years later on his show, people actually believed it and called in for instructions on how to destroy their Whitman records or eight tracks. <laughs> but satanic satire aside, the purity of the tone was pure heaven for anyone who wanted to set the laughs aside and listen to a gifted singer who instantly conjured a more gentlemanly era without a hint of irony in his golden throat. Now that was taken from a Yahoo Entertainment article posted on June 19th, 2013. All of the videos that I mentioned are embedded in that article, so I'll drop the link in this episode's liner notes. All I have to say is all that joking around also spread to our high school and my future Emmy Award-winning classmate I've mentioned before. He has all sorts of talents, and one was drawing caricatures. And of course, he drew one of Slim Whitman that ended up in our yearbook. That's how infamous Whitman was in the late 1970s. Okay, next up. That is one sweet-looking pile. One evening as the sun went down and the circus it was over, the tent came down and the funny old clown said, the boys, I'm now in clover. I'm headed for a land that's a far away beside the popcorn fountain. I'll see you all this coming fall in the big rock candy mountain. the big rock candy mountain there's a land that's bright and fair where the doughnuts grow on bushes and there's lots of cookies there where the dogs and cats are happy and the sun shines every day there are birds and bees in the bubblegum trees by the lemonade springs where the whippoorwill sings in the big rock candy mountain in the big rock candy mountain the houses are built of blocks And the little streams of soda pop Come a-trickling down the rocks The soldiers there are made of lead And they are very brave There's a lake of stew and ice cream too You can paddle all around in a paper canoe In the Big Rock Candy Mountain In the Big Rock Candy Mountain The frogs have wooden legs and the bulldogs all have rubber teeth and the hens lay hard-boiled eggs. There's chocolate pie in all the trees and jam in all the lakes. Oh, I'm gonna go where the wind don't blow. There's a big free show and candy snow in the Big Rock Candy Mountains. So come with me and you're gonna see the Big Rock Candy Mountain. Tex Ritter with Big Rock Candy Mountain. Several songwriters have laid claim to the classic hobo song Big Rock Candy Mountain, including Harry Mack McClintock, an early stalwart of the revolutionary industrial workers of the world, the Wobblies, and a confirmed hobo and song busker. The version sung here by Tex Ritter in his big, burly voice is claimed by Foster Carling. This version was released in 1948. Okay, this next song has one of the biggest mash connections of them all in my eyes. 
My favorite of all 251 episodes of the TV show MASH is episode 21 of season 5, Movie Tonight, where Colonel Potter is entertaining the camp with the movie My Darling Clementine. It's not only regarded as uh, by many film critics as one of the best westerns ever made, but even Colonel Potter himself declares, quote, It's got the three things that make a movie great. Horses, cowboys, and horses, unquote. This episode is my favorite because of the great writing, and it lets the cast show off other abilities during the periods that the projector would break down during the movie, including a solo from Loretta Swit, impressions by Gary Berghoff, and the whole crew singing several versions of Gee Ma, I Wanna Go Home. And that movie starts with the song you are about to hear. It's sung by someone that you may not think of as a country crooner, but he has the most popular recording of this song. Despite its cloudy origins, this thoroughly American novelty song written in the 1880s has survived generations of campfire song fests, hayrides, and long motor trips. It has a genuine Western flavor, though it may have been inspired by newspaper accounts of the gold rush days in California. The late Bing Crosby made it his own and delivers it with just the right touch of lighthearted humor on this 1941 recording. And I'm sure it's not the way this tune was originally written. In a canyon, in a cavern, excavating for a mine, dwelt a miner, 49er, and his daughter Clementine. Oh, my darling, oh, my darling, oh, my darling Clementine, thou art gone but not forgotten, oh, my darling Clementine. She was light, off like a fairy, and her shoes were number nine. Herring boxes without topses, sandals were for Clementine. Oh, my darling, oh, my darling, oh, my darling Clementine. Do you hear me? Are you listening? Make me know it, Clementine. Oh, my darling, oh, my darling, Oh, my darling Clementine, do I sound like Gene Autry? Could he sue me, Clementine? Drove her ducklings to the water every morning just at night. Hit her foot against a splinter, fell into the foaming bright. Oh, oh, that darling, silly darling, oh, that character Clementine. Blowing bubbles soft and fine But alas, I was no swimmer But said Ross and Clementine Oh my darling, oh my darling Oh my darling Clementine Get your lipstick and be a hip chick Make me know it, Clementine Oh my darling Oh my darling Oh my darling Clementine Plant you now I'm gonna dig you later Like a tater Clementine
spinning my dad's vinyl. sleeping I dreamed I held you in my arms but when I woke dear I was mistaken so I hung my head and cried you are my sunshine my only sunshine you make me happy when skies are gray You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. sunshine. Jimmy Davis was best known as a country singer, though he did make a number of westerns in the late 1930s and early 40s before he ran for governor of Louisiana. His 1940s song, You Are My Sunshine, was used in two movies, one of them, the 1947 film of Davis's life story, Louisiana, and, of course, was the theme song of his two gubernatorial campaigns in 1944 and in 1959. It has been recorded Hundreds of times, but the classic version is still this 1946 recording by Davis himself. 
That leads us to our second interesting side note for this episode, and it has to do with the questions surrounding the true authorship of this last tune. You Are My Sunshine, written by Jimmy Davis, with a copyright date of January 30th, 1940. The real author of this song will probably stay unknown forever. There are at least four theories about it. One, Paul Rice wrote it in 1937, inspired by a letter from a fan, and sold his rights to Jimmy Davis and Charles Mitchell in 1940. Sometime later, Mitchell sold his share to Davis. This story is the most trustworthy, although Mitchell is mentioned on the album label. Number two, Jimmy Davis wrote it in the early 20s. This version is unprovable. Number three, an unknown lady singer from South Carolina wrote the song and offered it to the Pine Ridge Boys, another unconfirmed story, but at least it would explain why they were the first to record it. And number four, according to Professor Toru Mitsui at the Kanazawa University, the song was written in 1933 by Oliver Hood, although the source is very authoritative, also this theory cannot be proven for certain. When it was copyrighted in 1940, it was attributed to Jimmy Davis and Charles Mitchell. Currently, only Davis is registered as the composer of the author and the song. No wonder there are so many fights over song ownership with this kind of record keeping. Now for a touching Missouri travel tale. Did you ever hear tell of sweet Betsy from Pike Who crossed the wide prairies with her lover Ike With two yoke of cattle and one spotted hog A tall Shanghai rooster and an old yeller dog Tooley rylum, tooley rollum, tooley rylum, tootley One evening quite early they camped on the plat Made down their blankets on a green shady flat Where Betsy, quite tired, lay down to repose While with wonder I gazed on his Pike County roads Tooley rylum, tooley rollum, tooley rylum, tootley Well, the Indians came down in a wild yelling horde And Betsy was scared they would scalp her adored Behind the front wagon wheel, Betsy did crawl And fought off the Indians with musket and ball Tooley rylum, tooley rollum, tooley rylum, tootley Well, he soon reached the desert where Betsy gave out down in the sand she lay rolling about While Ike in great terror looked on in surprise Saying, Betsy, get up, you get sand in your eyes Tooley rylum, tooley rollum, tooley rylum, tootley Well, the Shanghai ran off and the cattle all died The last piece of bacon that morning was fried Poor I got discouraged and Betsy got mad The dog wagged his tail and looked wonderfully sad Tooley rylum a tooley rollum a tooley rylum a tootley Long Ike and sweet Betsy attended a dance 
where Ike wore a pair of his Pike County pants. Sweet Betsy was covered with ribbons and rings. Said Ike, you're an angel, but where are your wings? Tooley ride on my tooley roll, on my tooley ride on my tooley. Rex Allen with Sweet Betsy from Pike. The news of John Sutter's discovery of gold in Sacramento, California in 1848 started a mass migration across the country. It is said that within two years, from some 40,000 people made the trek, traveling by covered wagon or ox cart and sleeping on the prairies. Of all those people, the two we remember best are Sweet Betsy and her lover, Ike, thanks to this traditional ballad that probably dates from those gold rush days. The tune that the words are set to is even older. It's a lively English melody called The Villikins and His Dinah. This version was recorded February 24th, 1958. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. This was one of those collections I didn't know my dad had because I had already pretty much moved out of the house by the time he bought this box set. But the music brought back some great memories of Boy Scout campfires and even the camp I went to in seventh grade. Those are the songs that create the image of the Old West for those of us way too young to have been around then. I found it interesting that a couple of these songs were early forms of social and animal cruelty awareness as well. And I know for a fact that these tunes helped comfort my dad long after my mom passed. So, it's not a farewell, but this song makes it seem so. So long it's been good to know you. I've sung this song, but I'll sing it again Of the people I've met and the places I've been Some of the troubles that bothered my mind And a lot of good people that I've left behind Singing so long, it's been good to know ya So long, it's been good to know ya So long, it's been good to know ya What a long time since I've been They sat in the dark and they sparked They hugged and they kissed in that dusty old dark They sighed and they cried and they hugged and they kissed But instead of marriage they talked like this Honey, so so long it's been good to know you So long it's been good to know you So long it's been good to know you What a long time since I've been family I asked them for you they all said take her oh take her please do she can't cook or sew and she won't scrub your floor so I put on my coat tiptoed out the door singing so long it's been good to know you so long it's been good to know you so long it's been good to know you I walked down the street to the grocery 
grocery store It was crowded with people, both rich and both poor I asked the man how his butter was sold He says one pound of butter for two pounds of gold I said so long, it's been good to know ya So long, it's been good to know ya So long, it's been good to know ya What a long time since I've been home And I've got to be drifting My telephone rang and it jumped off the wall That was the preacher a-making a call He said, we're waiting to tie the knot You're getting married, believe it or not Well, the church, it was jammed, the church, it was packed The pews were crowded from the front to the back A thousand friends waited to kiss my new bride But I was so anxious, I rushed her outside Told them, so long, it's been good to know you So long, it's been good to know you It's the Weavers with So Long It's Been Good to Know You. We owe this song to the Weavers, a singing and instrumental group formed in 1948 by Pete Seeger, Lee Hayes, Ronnie Gilbert, and Fred Hellerman. In the early 1950s, the quartet managed to propel American folk song to the status of hit popularity. So Long It's Been Good to Know You was written by Woody Guthrie, a native Oklahoman who was active in country music in his early days, but turned to folk and radical labor songs in the late 1930s, songs that have now become part of the folk repertoire. And there you have selections from record two of the Tumbling Tumbleweeds box set. So thanks for tuning into volume 110, Around the Campfire However You Do. If you want more information about this show, head over to spinningmydadsvinyl.com. I'll be back next week with all my skips, scratches, and pops for a Valentine's special, Volume 111, Love Italian Style Part 2. Until then, go with the flow, my friends. ¶¶